This is the Gospel for Life, where we have four Treasure Valley pastors committed to showing that the gospel is not just for that religious part of your life, but for all of life. You never graduate from the gospel. Around the table today is Russell Herman, pastor at Cloverdale United Reformed Church, Jonathan Van Hoogen from Dayspring United Reformed Church, Vinnie Hanke from Valley Life Community Church, and Ryan Hemphill from Treasure Valley Reformed Presbyterian Church. To catch earlier broadcasts, just search The Gospel for Life wherever you subscribe. To find out more about this ministry and about our annual conference, go to ReformationBoise.com. Welcome back to The Gospel for Life. We have been talking about just the Bible, translations. Just yesterday, we, we began to look at the idea of reading the Bible and how can we approach that in a way that provides for meaning and understanding. And you can go back and listen to that, but just wanted to just quickly sum up some of that. And and really the bottom line is the translation that's best is the one that you're reading. And we want you to be in God's word. There really is no substitute for the study of God's word. And sometimes it can be easy to be distracted even by good things. Mm -hmm. And those good things actually replace the best thing. So we started this series by saying that the Bible is the inspired word of God. And there are books. I am sitting around a table with, with people that share my passion for books. We love books. We have bookshelves full of books. But I wouldn't trade all of them for the word of God. Because no matter how good they are, they're not the inspired word of God. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes we can get caught up in reading this, you know, systematic theology or this doctrinal book or this yeah. theological work or whatever. And all of those are good. I, I don't want you to hear that those are bad things. But if those are replacing your direct reading of the word of God, then then it probably is a bad thing. Mm-hmm. So what we're trying to do is encourage you to be in God's Word mm-hmm. and to encourage you to study God's Word together or as an individual and together with those within your church family. So today we want to just talk about what are some tools that would be helpful for people to have. Yesterday we talked about the different types of Bibles, but we're going to continue well, I, on that I, I route. Think, I think it's wise to have um, a study Bible in your, your house. You know, th- I mean, there's been a number of good ones that have been published recently. The ESV Study Bible is, I mean, a veritable. I mean, you, you you're walking around with a commentary. And when it came out, I mean, the thing is, the thing is thick. It's it's gonna it's substantial. So you know, it might not be an everyday carry Bible, but mm-hmm. it ought to be. It could be one that you are using in your home. And it will have study notes and cross-references and other, uh, other things developed by a number of scholars. It's the ESV Study Bible. And the same thing is true about the <coughs> Reformation Study Bible. That, that is a, a wonderful text, for, and it's probably the one that I use most principally because not only does it have the study notes in it, but it also has notes related to our confessions, our creedal statements, and how those things were developed. And so the Reformation Study Bible, R.C. Sproul was the general editor. It comes out in the ESV. 
and they've actually just recently come out with a youth version of that uh, study Bible. So I think there's a condensed vi- version and a, a student Bible or edition of it. They also have it in the New King James. Right. So, and I actually still think that the NIV study Bible is an excellent resource. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I've benefited greatly from that over the years. Mm-hmm. And even one, two, if maybe, uh, you know, most Bibles maybe they don't have all the notes and stuff like that, but they have cross references. Mm-hmm. Even just something simple as that, of just being able to look at a verse and being able to piece where it is in other parts of Scripture. Right. John MacArthur has a study Bible that I think is helpful. I disagree with John MacArthur on a couple things, but, you know, as far as the study Bible is concerned, I think it's helpful. I think it's good. Mm -hmm. You know, study Bibles are, it wasn't something that was available to everybody. Uh, You know, the history of it in America was that, uh, you know, everybody had a, a Schofield reference Bible. And so you had. Charles Ingersoll, Ingersoll Schofield's notes in the bottom of your Bible. And uh, as a result, some people, because that was the prolific study Bible, uh, the notes became the Bible rather mm-hmm. than the Bible having the preeminent place. And so I think that you, you know, we, we do want you to use a study Bible. You need to caution yourself that these are just the, the commentary on it, and it might not, and you, you can compare other study Bibles. But I, I do have confidence in the Reformation Study Bible. I have confidence in the ESV Study mm-hmm. Bible. I even have confidence in the, uh, the one you, you referenced, Rust, the NIV Study Bible. That was my, my study Bible for years, mm-hmm. the Open Study Bible. So in addition to a good study Bible or a reference Bible, what other tools that would you suggest that would be helpful for people to have on hand as they are, are working through the Bible? You could get a, a, a trusted commentary. I mean, there's I mean, depends on how much money you want to spend. Uh, there are some that are take up a whole row on your on your bookshelf, five foot bookshelf, or, or there's you know condensed versions that just give little snippets. So, and anywhere in between, uh, I think you know Matthew Henry is a good accessible one that's not too big, not too small, and um, uh, is also accessible just in for anyone really to read. John MacArthur has a commentary that's on the whole Bible that's condensed. Um, Warren Wearsby also does. Like I mentioned before, I, I might disagree with them on some, some, some smaller things, and that might come out in those commentaries. But overall, you're going to find a wealth of just wonderful, wonderful insight. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, you know, because we, because so many people have their their Bible on their phone, or you know, they're sitting at a computer. Uh, when they're studying, I I think there's a there's a couple of places that you can get a lot of help, and one of them is called BibleGateway.com. You know, not only can you read the Bible in a number of different translations, but they also have some free accessible things. You know, you mentioned um, Ryan mentioned Matthew Henry. Matthew Henry is on BibleGateway.com, so. Every passage that you look at, you can look up what Matthew Henry's commentary said about that. Also, actually, the Reformation Study Bible is on, on BibleGateway.com, so you can find other references. There are a number of them. A lot of them are free resources, and some of them you have expanded issues, expanded access uh, through. And the other online source is uh, something called 
Blue Letter Bible. Um, Blue Letter Bible is another one of those places where you can do searches and studies, and there's devotionals and helps and apps and tools for those things. So BibleGateway.com or BlueLetterBible.org are good online sources to use for study. I mean, you can also, uh, for your phone and tablet, there's Logos, L-O-G-O-S. They have a free app that you can use that actually has some good resources in it if you want to do some more in-depth words. If you're if you're getting a taste for Bible study and you want to do something maybe a little bit more in-depth, that's they have some free resources. They do also have pretty expensive plans that you could buy into and get even more, yeah. but there's also a base, just free access that they have. If you're just looking for general series, and this would cost a little bit more, the Tyndall Bible Commentary set is is a, a wonderful entry-level commentary set. You don't have to be... Um, there are some commentaries that you really kind of need to know the Greek and Hebrew to truly appreciate the work that's being done in the in the commentary. Mm-hmm. Tyndall is not that way. I actually think the Let's Study series mm-hmm. is, is a right. helpful entry way uh, commentary series that allows right. you to to get and, pretty and, good access. And, and if you're looking for a commentary in that way, uh, you know, if you're just studying a a particular book of the Bible, it is helpful to pick up you know mm-hmm. something like a a Tyndale commentary on that particular thing, or let's study. Mm-hmm. Let's study is primarily uh, uh, using the New Testament yep. that, that's yep. been prepared for that, but it has different authors for each book and questions and answers at the end of each chapter. Very helpful. Yeah, it's easier on your wallet, too, if you're thinking of buying a commentary set, is that you could buy it piece by piece, piece, yep. by piece. over time as you look, go study a book. And I think it's it's also important to know that there are so many people that have over the over time, but even just recently, like Table Talk magazine, every year goes through different portions of scripture. Mm-hmm. And month after month, day after day, they have a reading mm-hmm. that you would do and then just a short little kind of like a little commentary, mm-hmm. um, devotional thought on that particular reading. So it's helpful in the fact that it it is walking you through scripture and and doing it's walking to it in a successive way because mm-hmm. it's not jumping around it's it's going through a particular book mm-hmm. and then giving you some insight on it and then typically at the end of of the devotional there is a section called Coram Deo that is before the face of God which is an applications it's kind of the well so what what mm-hmm. what difference does this make and so something like that and and there's various people that have it's not just table talk mm-hmm. um, that does this there are other organizations mm-hmm. and and groups and you can find older devotionals that do the same thing right Ryrie or, or I'm sorry, J.C. Ryle or Spurgeon or whatever right. it might be. Spurgeon's morning and evening yep. does that. Uh, I particularly like the te- the idea of table talk, principally because it does walk you through a passage of scripture, and it you know if you're doing that with your own open Bible, uh, reading that alongside of it, it's very helpful. It'll guide you. It gives you a weekly devotional, but it also realizes you give. It takes a break on the weekend, mm-hmm. and so you're, you're going to be in church. You're going to be studying God's Word on mm-hmm. Sunday, but then it has maybe a half a dozen pertinent articles in it that 
uh, are helpful to your understanding of uh, the whole system of God's Word. And I would encourage you also to to go beyond just engaging with the Bible as an individual and encourage you also to do so as a family. Mm-hmm. You don't have to adopt this practice, but in our home we always said that as long as we're feeding our body, we're also going to feed our souls. And so we would close our meals with reading a portion of, of God's Word. And you can pick what portion of God's Word and how much of God's Word um, you want to, to read. It, mm-hmm. it, there's not a formula for this. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just a, it's a, a healthy way as a family to be working through the Bible together. And I would encourage you that if you're, you have Bible studies in your church, you don't have to go to every single mm-hmm. study that your, your church offers and it you have to make a decision based upon your time of of where you are as a family and your stage of life and so i don't want to create false guilt but at the same time i actually think there's a huge benefit to being engaged in corporate study Mm -hmm. um, with uh, your brothers and sisters in christ well when you think of the 52 sundays in a year if you're if you're uh, taking in that diet at your church and you're you have good pastors, you're getting a very good overview of Scripture all the time Mm -hmm. that you're adding to year by year. And the whole idea in all of this is that the call upon our life that we grow in grace, that we grow in our knowledge of God, and the best way to do so is to go back to the source of God's revelation of himself, which is his word. Yeah, bring your your Bible to church and open it up while the pastor is preaching. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's encouraging to him, and it's beneficial to you. Amen. Well, you've been listening to the Gospel for Life. We'll see you next time.